this was brilliant. It was. It, it was, was brilliant. brilliant. Uh, I know we say this every time, but this surely is the one. This will be the one where we play it and we come away from it going, yeah, it's still flipping amazing. Surely, surely. It, it was amazing at the time. Yeah. I think it was the only time I was ever interested in athletics, really. The Daily Thompson era. The Daily Thompson, which is 1980 to 1984. Because he was in both two Olympics, wasn't it? I say both Olympics. That's the only ones that ever happened. <laughs> it was the only ones, yeah. <laughs> it was the only one I remember. 1980 <laughs> and 1984, that was it. They, the rest of them don't count. <laughs> well, yeah, this is where it gets really weird, though, isn't it? Because it's not it's not a new game, is it? It's basically well, a rip-off of track and field, isn't it? So the game was well, already there. They didn't really have to do much other than yeah, copy, then, here, but, copy even, this game. Even more reason they must have rushed it out in time for the Olympics so that all know. of us Olympic fans would have gone out and bought him. In, I don't know. I'd, 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 I'd like someone who... Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love someone in the comments who knows more about this title than us to let us know when it came out in 1984. Was it a Christmas release? In which case it would have been a few months after because the Olympics, the Summer Olympics is in the summer. It's in the name. Yeah, July, or did it come out July in, August. Yeah, LA. or did it come out in, in time for the actual Olympics itself? That'd be, it'd be interesting to know. I, I don't recall. I would have been nine, I believe, then. Uh, but I do have a list of the different events. 100 metres, a long jump, a shot put, high jump and 400 metres. And then day two, 110 hurdles, pole vault, discus, javelin and 1,500 metres. So 110 hurdles? Well, that's where, actually, that can't be right. That must be a typo in, your, in the notes. No, that just must... I think, I think you'll find that's 110 metres of hurdles. That can't be 110 hurdles. Because surely that would, be, that would be longer than the 1,500 metres. I mean, wow, what, you wouldn't be looking forward to day two, would you? Oh, yeah, you're 100 right. metres day one, I've done the long jump, I've done the shot put, I've done the high jump, I've done the 400 metres. Oh, tomorrow I've got to start with 110 hurdles before the pole. Oh, God. It would take them ages to put them all out as well. <laughs> <laughs> and all the, all the stadiums would have to have a huge storeroom. So it might have been 110 metres rather than 110 hurdles. Yeah, it's 110 okay. metres because the hurdles take up a bit of space, don't they? Yeah, and they would take Otherwise ages. Otherwise, it'd be 100 metres. Yeah. <laughs> they never. <laughs> right, so, yeah, so it seems like a lot of content for compared to the Spectrum games we played recently. Um, and they're quite, it's quite varied because the running ones, obviously, can reuse the same mechanic, but then the long jump, shot put, high jump, discus javelin, pole vault. They're all quite, you know, a little bit different. So that's quite a lot of content there. Must have had hours. Yeah, Must have been they're, able to they're, really, they're really not, are they? <laughs> it sounds like they're different, but they're not. It's left, right, left, right, left, right. Press the action button. Hold it down till you get 45 degrees and let it go. That yep. is the game. Yeah, you're right. That, that's how it works. It's, yeah. it's track and field. I think we, we did vaguely mention earlier on in our ramblings that it's track and field. <laughs> <laughs> it is just track and field. If you don't know what track and field is, it's the same as Daley Thompson's decathlon. <laughs> <laughs> but it came first. 
Uh, I think didn't track and field. I don't know. Did track and field have swimming in it, or no? I suppose that that's, that's the follow up. Hypersports was it? Hypersports had the swimming in it. Yeah. But yeah, track and field was um, who made track and field? Konami, an arcade game, wasn't it? Track uh, and field came yeah. out year year or two before this. Yeah, I think. Uh, I have I have very fond memories of track and field, mainly because. Um, it's the only game my dad ever played in the arcade. Do you, do, you, do you think we should describe the game for those that don't know what where the exploding I'm fish surely is? Surely everyone knows this game. You, you say that every episode. Oh, I do. That's true. Because because every game we're picking <laughs> is is like ones that loom large in our mind as being a good game, and then we find out they're really hard, and we can't play them and hate them. I know that's too long a title for the podcast. It won't quite fit in. It doesn't fit in the, in the YouTube thing at the top. <laughs> if, if anyone has only just started listening to our podcast, this is where we witter on. This is the section where we try and remember, desperately try to remember what we were doing when we were 10 or maybe 11. I think Chris is a year older than me. Yeah, I was 11 when Where the Exploding Fist and came producer out. producer John hiding there in the background, you were a year young, younger than me, so we're sort of a year apart, aren't we? Sort of, yeah, so you were probably nine or no, something. He, he would have been eight. Yeah, eight, or eight, 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 I think. Yeah. We were all at the age where we, yeah, this would have been oh, definitely the first fighting game that we were playing, which is what it is. Um, it's, I suppose, to use a modern equivalent i suppose would be street fighter we were just talking about that off air as sort of this was sort of our street fighter for those of you who are sort of teenagers early teens mid-teens in the early 90s then street fighter would have been the game that everyone was talking about that and mortal Kombat. well back when we were eight nine and eleven or whatever we were it would have been this game uh it was a couple of years before uh, Barbarian and IK Plus, which are other games that we were, again we were mentioning off mic. Um, yeah, it, it's very it's much slower, not entirely surprisingly, but I think it's part slightly deliberate that it's slower than something like Street Fighter because it's it's based sort of karate, isn't it? Really, it's not a it's not a fantasy beat 'em up in the way that Street Fighter. There's no fireballs or anything extravagant like that. But what it did do that was very different and really, as far as I can remember, hadn't been done before, it was complex. You had, I seem to remember, I was just talking about having two people on the keyboard. You, it wasn't just left, right, up, down and fire, which the vast majority of games at the time were. In fact, some were only left and right and fire, or, and that was about it. But this, you, I think it was Q, W, E, A, D, X, ZXC, so you were sort of, you were using the sort of, you were using the keys that actually nowadays people are using if you're playing Call of Duty or that lot, using the keyboard and mouse. So you've got your backwards, forwards, so Q, W, E, yeah, A, A, D, ZXC. <laughs> Am I making it sound nice and easy? Because I know you said you it was going to be a good one. This is going to be one that you can play. This is random. It's not random it's, it's, at all. It's not. It's not random. It's just... Very right, like yeah. everyone who's listening to look down at the keyboard. Everyone listening to a podcast or watching this on YouTube. W-A-S-D. Q-W-E-A-D-Z-X-C. 
<laughs> was easy. And one, <laughs> one was 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 attack. <laughs> those those are all rubbish. No, it's not. Is that so you because got, you got up, left, up, up, is, right, is that left, four, right, two, down, is that left, because of down, two players? Down, right. So you've got all the corners. So you got backwards yeah, and forwards. Yeah, but all squished, all squished to the left-hand side of the keyboard. Yeah, so you could so that... fit another person over the other ruddy side. Yeah. <laughs> Surely you had a joystick well, as well. Well, yeah, you could have then. done if you were middle class like you and had two joysticks lying around. <laughs> you had your Kempston ex- thing, expansion <laughs> thing in the back and your Fire Pro 2 and your Quick Shot. But people like us no, were just yeah. resorting to a rubber key no joystick you had to fit two people the other person had I expect you can probably work this out for yourselves I think it was IOP <laughs> JL this is important information everyone no but is it, look you wanted to tell people what the game was about I'm fairly sure everyone well, who's tuned in to this programme called Spectrum <laughs> Days knows what game we're talking we, about <laughs> well we could li- we could link out to a a, a blog post which where you can describe the keys. Oh no, I want to carry on for another five if minutes talking about the keys. Everyone's very <laughs> so. Clear. So it was, it was Q W E. Yeah, Q is up left. <laughs> w is up. So you could jump, but you could jump. I think you had to crouch to jump, and then, but one was the attack button. So anyway, so if you combined the attack button, which is which was number one on the keyboard, with any of those directions, you did a hit different hit. So if you were walking forward, you did a punch, or you could crouch and punch, or you could sweep, you could do a leg sweep, you could jump and kick, I think. And if you did press back, so A, A in this case was back, if you're the player on the left, and attack, I think you that was the roundhouse that you were talking about. But it'd be reversed for the other person. So every, it was always a fight ah. to be on the left, because that made much more sense going Q, W, E, a D Z X C makes. I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? Anyone looking at the keyboard, that's making sense. It's only Chris that that yeah, doesn't absolutely. make sense to. I tried to play <laughs> no, Horace no, no. Goose skiing with one, two, three, four, and five, <laughs> and wondered why you couldn't get anywhere. Is there a shin kick in this game, or was that a? <laughs> was that innovation brought in by Sega People won't for, understand um, Altered Beast? <laughs> People won't understand the shin kick reference. <laughs> <laughs> Best shin kick implementation is in um, Altered Beast. Altered yeah. Beast, if, if anyone wants to check that yeah, out. You will then understand the beauty of the power of the shin kick. Yeah, that's about, about it, really. You, um, I was going to say, you're stretching it out here, mate. Yeah, yeah, sorry. You, you lose... Yeah, yes. <laughs> You've basically described the whole game. <laughs> that is it. That is Horace goes skiing. You cross a road, you go skiing. And then you cross a road, and then you go skiing, and then you cross a road, and then you go skiing, and then you scream and shout, and you die. That is Horace goes skiing. Yeah, that's a better description. You're all right. Thanks for listening everybody good night <laughs> <laughs> so when you do go no, down there are there are some intric- intricacy, intricacies <laughs> some to say the word in, in in the in the downhill section of Horace goes skiing there are there, there's, there's these sort of little jump things aren't there the little yeah little little jumps yeah <laughs> little jumps made out of 
We're, we're, you, I know you lot can't see us, but we're both doing the same little symbol with our fingers because it's just, just like a sort of squashed L on the like screen. A, like a little pyramid made out of like 16, yeah. 16 black pixels. Um, yeah. You leap high into the air when you go anywhere near them. Yeah. Because the crash detector is so appalling. And the trees, the trees look quite small and detailed, but actually they're just one big square block. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the hit detection. It's like a inch square block you go anywhere near the flipping tree you will die and when you, when you don't die you just break your skis if you're unlucky if you're lucky you get the legend comes up oh horace hasn't broken his skis you're right you carry on or oh, off i go then and then you hit something else innocuous like a bit of snow and your skis break <laughs> if they do and then break, you're back to the road you yeah. go across the road again yeah if they break you're back i don't know why, he's, why is he going to this ski shop where the f***ing skis are that rubbish that you hit some snow or a flag <laughs> no. well, and your come. bloody skis break and you got to go and get more. Well, look at it the other way. When you fully hit a tree, you're lucky. You're lu- oh, your skis are okay. Horace yeah, himself, Horace himself yeah. would be dead, you know. <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't got any arms. We established this. Oh, He's all true. right. He's got no arms to break. He just goes oh, flump. Yeah, that's it. He's fine. That's right. Just gets up. How does he get? How does this guy get up? Yeah, I think to start skiing. That's true. I think off air we learned that he doesn't actually have arms, and the thing that I thought may have been an arm is just his quiff, <laughs> uh, just his hairstyle, <laughs> which ties <laughs> back the front. Ties ties <laughs> in with flick. <laughs> they should have. They should have just done a shaking Stevens, um, your spin off with this as well. Since shake, shaking yeah, Stevens had his own game, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Horace, Horace goes to the hairdressers <laughs> I think that would have been an excellent game Horace, Horace plays the keyboard in a new wave band <laughs> but, uh, look I haven't, I haven't finished drilling this shop why is this flipping ski shop the other side of the road why isn't it? What our producer pointed out quite lightly. Why the hell have you got across the road? I I think it's because the guy, Mister Tang, I've forgotten his first name, who wrote this. He's from Australia. I don't think he's ever been skiing. I don't think he knows what skiing is. I think someone just said to him, "We need a winter games based game for your new fantastic mascot. We need to get him out of those mazes. We need to get him doing something middle class because that's the sort of people that are going to be buying Spectrum games because <laughs> they're so expensive. So we need him. We need to be doing a winter sport skiing. Skiing. That's the one tang I want you to make him skiing. When and this place, you know, I live in Australia. We've only got one mountain that you're not allowed to go anywhere near. There's no snow anywhere." I don't know what skiing is. So he's look, he's watched Ski Sunday, and he's ah oh, right, you you go downhill, and then he's watched some travel program where the bloke goes into the shop and buys some skis <laughs> for ten dollars back in nineteen eighty. God knows how much that was, and that's what that's what he's done. He's like, oh yeah, you cross the road, you get your skis. Oh, there'll be no lives. Oh, you start with forty dollars, and then you go up the mountain. Why? What happens to the skis when you get to the finish line? that you then have to go and get more skis. I understand if you break the skis when you hit the f***ing tree when you're skiing, but why is it you go through the finish line, 
that your, your skis just disappear? <laughs> oh, you got to go and get more skis. You got. I mean, the higher people, perhaps the higher people, come and get them. Oh, you've had a nice day on the slopes, have you, Mister <laughs> Mister Horace? Can we have the skis now, please? Your 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 higher times over. You'll have to go and get more if you want to do and do more skiing. Why can't he just give the bloke the ten dollars? If he's come out, he's come out of the ski hut, gone across the road to find Horace. Say your time's up, mate. Give me your skis back. Just give him another ten. No, I want to go up again. No, I played on a Spectrum emulator. I'm afraid he, I didn't even have the tape. I had to play on the on the emulator. I also played a little bit of the arcade version on on an arcade emulator. But spoiler alert. The Spectrum version's the best I one. I agree. Out, out of interest, you say uh, you played it on the arcade. Which version did you play? The Japanese original or, or the, the US version? US version, yeah, I think. me too. I actually couldn't <laughs> find the, the Japanese. I couldn't yeah, find it. No, yeah. I, I couldn't find it either. Exactly. I, I'm sure it's out there, but I yeah, the one I played was the, the one that is the reskinned version that's like the Spectrum version. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's not as good as the Spectrum. So, did you remember it then? Because I know in the first yes. part, you were sort of wondering whether, oh, was it Target Renegade? I remember, blah, blah, blah. So, you, you played the Spectrum no. one, you just think, oh, Def- yeah, that's the one. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I played it, um, definitely. Uh, and I definitely remember not having the patience to beat Big Bertha either when back in the day. And I didn't really have the patience to be at this time. Now, that is very, very interesting. I know how smells can bring back memories. Getting to Big Bertha <laughs> brought back a memory. And it's exactly the same. I distinctly remember as kids sat around that rubber key spectrum getting to that point. And I'm not sure we ever did <laughs> get past Big yeah, Bertha. I, I'm, I'm genuinely not sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I think... I. I think I think if I put the time in now, I, I could could do it because you. I think the first level I just kind of cleared off with. Um, you've just got to be a bit patient. Although there's a time limit, and I mate, all these spectrum games have it's time limits. So as well, cruel. Don't they? Yeah, I'd forgotten there was a time limit. Yeah, when when I, when I first turned it on, I was like, oh, <laughs> I thought I was doing all right. Yeah, well, because. <laughs> Well, that's right, Manic, Mi- Manic Miner as well. I mean, Manic Miner is hard enough as it is, the puzzle, but that's also got a time limit, and this is the same. It's got a time limit. So, Because you could be patient and just kind of like throw out a few punches and dodge them, punch, yeah. dodge, punch, dodge, and that's that's the kind of way forward. And, and I mean, I'm, you know, not great at all these games because you know, I don't seem to have enough... I don't have enough patience for it. <laughs> well, I mean, I do... T- I obviously take this very seriously... I mean, very seriously, uh-huh. I mean, the amount of time on the review for for Ghosts and Ghouls, for example, um, ghosts, that ghosts was a and you know, serious amount. <laughs> ghosts, ghosts, and ghosts and goblins. Ghosts and goblins. We reviewed Ghosts and Ghouls, didn't we? <laughs> Ghoulies and goblins. Ghosts and ghouls and ghosts and ghouls. That was your favourite. You see? Yeah, you see, I take it very, very seriously. I'm looking at my notes. There aren't any turtles in this, though, are there? No, 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 but it's, so yeah, the first level is kind of like, I've tried a few different tactics. At one stage, I thought the best way to clear the whole, the, the first level was to go in the top right hand corner and they couldn't get behind you and they just kind of like queued up to get kicked to death. Um, but then when the boss comes alive, he, he seems to like notice and gets away with it. Then I tried 
doing the uh, also going to the the edge and then kicking them off or punching them off uh, off the platform because then they would die. But then if they get if they hit you off the platform, you die. So in the end, it was just flying kicks to clear the first level. What was your what was your tactic? Yeah, it was interesting. I, 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 well, people are now watching it. If they're watching it on YouTube, they're watching me play. I played it four times through to record the footage. And as we've just established, each time getting the blooming birth, it was as far as I could get. So I made four attempts <laughs> to try and get past Bertha. And just like Chris has said, I, I would return to it and probably could eventually, but time time's not allowing. <laughs> um, but yeah, turning it on and playing it, I, I, I immediately was like, oh yeah, I remember it. I remembered it straight away. I remembered, I think after like the first go, I remembered, oh yeah, when you get to like three men left on the screen, then the boss sort of comes alive, so to speak. He's sort of hanging yeah. around in the background looking cool, smoking a cigarette. If, the, if it was high fidelity enough on the spectrum, he'd probably be smoking a cigarette, flipping a coin or something, or carving <laughs> carving somebody's name into the train behind him with a, with a knife, <laughs> just sort of waiting his turn. So you, if you... You with that, that first level, you've got, and the second, you've got ledges. As Chris is saying, you can knock them off. So again, if you're watching the footage, mm. you'll probably see that you either flying kick them off, which sort of knocks them back, and they'll go over, or you can punch and kick them with your back to the ledge, then throw them behind oh. you. Throw yes. them. <laughs> there is a throw move. Did you not notice the throw move? <laughs> Ah, um, on the arcade version, yes, but on the Spectrum version, I don't think I ever threw anyone. Oh dear! And and I also would say that I couldn't always. You know, when you knock someone on the floor and you can then go and uh, get um, uh, on top of them and, and punch them in the face whilst they're grounded. Yeah. I couldn't always do that. I couldn't tell you how you do it. You just sort of sometimes I can get it to do that, and sometimes I can't. Yeah, it's not always to get easy to get on top of someone, but yeah. So if you if you get near that edge, and you punch and kick them and knee them, and you've got hold of their shoulders, and then you can throw them over, throw them over the edge. But if you do that without attacking any of the other blokes, when then the boss comes yeah. out, you've then got three blokes who've got no energy missing. So one of the tactics right. is to spend some time and actually hit all of the guys so at least yeah. all of them have had a hit and have got some of their energy taken yeah. off. So by the time the boss yeah. comes out, they're easier to dispose of because the trouble is he immediately buddies up with someone, doesn't he? So as soon as the boss yeah. comes out, that's it, bang, he's glued to one of his mates. It's like they're holding yeah. hands. It's like they suddenly become Siamese kung fu <laughs> people, and they. Well, sometimes. Go on. Well, sometimes, and sometimes you get kind of like stuck on throwing a combo, and so so then someone gets you from behind or whatever on the side, right? So you kind of. I just felt like the flying kick was the best, the most the most efficient thing. <laughs> There's no shin kick though. You're missing a shin kick. Yeah, yeah, it could. They could do with the a shin kick. I suppose they just move. Yeah. <laughs> but you use the word cool, but it is cool. It did. It did make me think. Like, oh, I could. I could definitely imagine that back in the day, it felt like, oh, this is like a film. Um, but even now, try because 
I thought it was really cool though. They, when they grab you from behind, they're not actually causing you damage until one of their colleagues uh, appears to punch you in the gut, yeah. right? So, and then, so he's holding you from behind, and you can kick the guy who comes uh, comes yeah. at you. So, so it's really. I mean, that is like a, like in a film, right? It's like, oh, he's holding me back, Don't, you know, like, and you and you kick out, and then you can. Then you headbutt him, I think, to get rid of the uh, the grasp, yeah. and then you can keep keep going. And that that kind of thing, I thought that was really cool. And I was trying to think, well, what kind of games are like this now? This is a bit of a reverse of fortunes, uh, as opposed to our normal normal episodes that we do, because this is one that you reckon you remember. Usually, you is going, "Oh God, I bet well, it's hard. I bet there's no tutorial." Ooh. I can remember it as soon as I see the cover, the front cover. I can remember a a sensation. (laughs) I can remember (laughs) a smell. I could literally like you can sort of see the cover. I can, but it takes me back into like a moment, and I could sort of like uh, there's something about just even the box because I can remember it wasn't an ordinary cassette box. It wasn't like a cassette box you'd get with a C60, C90 tape. It's It was a black, more rigid kind of bendy box. I don't know how to explain it, but wow. have a look it up. I'm sure if you owned Saboteur back in 1985, you also remember that it was a different kind of cassette box. It's probably got a special this, name. Uh, descript- descriptions bringing it all yeah. back for you at home. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's taking it all back to those bedrooms. <laughs> The smell. Yeah. You remember the smell of Saboteur. It's not. A, it's not a deodorant, is it? I think but it's high karate. There's no eighty. Oh, the Saboteur. <laughs> oh, the lady loves Saboteur. That's going to be great watching the video of you <laughs> doing that, like a, a Calvin Klein ad. Get your abs out. <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, should we... Um, yeah, you tell yeah, us all I, about it, Chris. I shall sit back now and listen to my cousin yeah, Christopher for all explain the young, to you all about all Sam, the uh, young people. Go. You always do this bit. No, this is your turn. You're get, you well, remember it. You like it. You can remember how it smelt <laughs> when you opened the massive box that wasn't plastic. It wasn't apparently. massive. It wasn't yeah, massive yeah. and it wasn't cardboard. You yeah, thought it was cardboard. what you were saying earlier on before we came on air. Oh, it was ever such a big box cardboard. It was. <laughs> Ooh, smelt like Monopoly. That's what you said. It's a ninja game. And we'll see you after the break. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? We should just get it right there. Who made it? Who made Saboteur? Oh, all right, okay. So, um, Some my point. intensive, uh, you know, intense, in depth research. Um, I, I remember it was from. Durrell software. So now, how do you say? How do you pronounce Durrell? Do you I think? think you find it's Durrell. Durrell. I think it's yeah. Durrell. Well, I know you do because you're middle class. <laughs> Durrell. Durrell software. We could phone them up. Maybe it's Welsh. In which case, they're, it'd be They're still in existence. Durrell software. We could phone them up and ask them how they pronounce it, or just phone them up, wait for someone to answer. Durrell software or Durrell. 
software. Or they then say, oh, oh, I thought it was Durrell. Are you sure it's Durrell? <laughs> you can phone him up and ask him for a copy. See what, see I'm going to do that. I, those of you who are listening now and watching the video, I will actually do that. I'm going to phone them up and see what they say. Well, it's, because the funny thing is, the funny thing is, Wikipedia at least says that the company is still in existence, but they don't make games anymore. They make... Adult movies. Uh, <laughs> no, they make <laughs> they make accounting software. <laughs> Almost the same. Well, actually, we'd be okay finding that because they'd understand our accent because they're from Taunton, Somerset. Hey. You know, we'll fit in with them. I bet they're near, so, the, near the cider factory. Yeah. So Durrell was a formerly a successful video games developer. Was it? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, look at you. Um, <laughs> He's translating yeah. it for <laughs> non-West Country residents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Spanish last time in West Country this week. Yeah. So, right. anyway, the, so basically, it's a ninja game. Right, ninja. Side scrolling. Scrolling. What I think you then go to you know, if I remember rightly, you don't arrive on on in Saboteur One. You arrive by boat. Like you, you're going dingy, infiltrating. Dingy. Yeah. Yeah. A little, <laughs> a little dingy. <laughs> a little dingy. A little dingy. Avon rubber. <laughs> made at the Avon rubber factory. <laughs> <laughs> was it a West Country ninja again? Yeah. That's why he, he, instead of shurikens, he throws cheese. But yeah, kind of looking forward to this one. Yeah, I should point out this is the part in the podcast where we try and remember the game <laughs> as best as we can. Uh, we haven't played it yet. We will do that later on. We will take a pause after we've bored you silly with us trying to remember all about the game. And then, then we'll play it and come back and tell you what we think. So I think that's what Chris is hinting at, that he's he's excited that <laughs> this might actually be a game that we enjoy playing. Um, I, I'm not so confident. I'm trying to be positive because I said at the beginning of the podcast that I would be, but I'm not as confident. I remember this being one of those games, and I think it might actually... Now I'm talking about it and remembering it. And yes, I again played it. My my neighbours next door had the rubber keyed forty eight. Um, that I I'd never learnt the phrase before, and I think this is where I learnt it. it was pixel perfect jumping, and that that whole thing of the jumps that are in it from platform to platform. You do have to get right to the edge of whatever ledge it is that you're on to make the jumps. And I know from uh, it was Matthew Smith who made this, and I know from watching interviews with him, uh, there's a lot out there. If anyone, anyone wants to see him, I'll try and put some links in the uh, video on our YouTube channel when this eventually goes out. That he did make some uh, sort of practice rooms, and what that room this this game's made up of an awful lot of rooms, as as, as Chris describes. There, uh, you once you've got the various things in the room, you get to the exit and you're on to the next one. I'd like to say they get pro progressively harder, but I think they're just hard anyway. <laughs> I'm not sure that there's much uh, not much ease of progression to ease you into the difficulty. I just seem to remember them all being really, really hard. Um, but yeah, he, he, he made this room uh, to see whether the jumps were possible, how far the character jumps. And unlike Mario, 
that has some sort of control in the jump, sort of mid-jump control, height, uh, speed, length, and all that sort of thing. Well, this is just, you just walk and you jump, and it's an arced jump. You've got no way of controlling it. So you have to do everything pixel perfect. And I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's this is this is the game where I learned that word and learned the misery of what that means, that that real I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say you'd learned a swear word or something that was the that was the first time you'd oh, learned Oh we we used them <laughs> when playing this <laughs> I think we we used all the ones that eight year old knew I'm going to be I'm going to be rubbish at playing this <laughs> I've changed my mind I've changed my mind I'm not looking forward to playing it <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes in, and he's already yeah. not positive. Wow, well, our positivity lasted well there. I think that's fairly good for modern man. It was <laughs> positive for three minutes. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in 1983, I mean, back then, they're, yeah, they're, 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 we've already said it. There, there wasn't much else that was that was like it. I, I, I'm struggling to think of another game that. That, that was like any you know i'm not even well, sure if i played a sort of platform game in, in well, that hold up hold up i think um it it is he was influenced by a game on the atari right yes thingy minor 29er yes but i i've yeah. never played that i i i, I well, yeah one of my mates, so. well, no, I wouldn't have played that. You're right. Uh, later, a few years later, when we did move house, had a new neighbour, kid my age. He had an Atari, and we played some. I can't remember what Atari he had, but we played some. Did you? Mo- <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> you did dropped you mo- out. Did you? Yeah, mo- yeah, yeah. Because some of the some of the games he had, he had like a soccer game, which was awful. I mean, match really? day was yeah, I can't really remember. on the Atari, an awful game, was it? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. That's yeah. lost us some viewers. Me hinting <laughs> that the Atari might be bloody awful. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> it looks like. Bye, like, everyone. Yeah, we only like Spectrum now. That's, those are the episodes that do well. Spectrum. Mention Spectrum again. Yeah. ZX. ZX Spectrum by Clive ZX Sinclair. Spectrum. Clive, I've completed it, Sinclair. <laughs> yeah, those are the games that get us the, the big... Who was knighted in 1983 when this game came out? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, not because of this game. I <laughs> dub you, Sir Clive, for making Magic Miner. Well done. You <laughs> <laughs> were so clever. Did you make those games? <laughs> I, I, I still can't get over how he managed to copy all of them every night to, to sell them in Sat W.H. There Smith. With his tape, double tape player. Yeah, God, he must have been busy. He was always down with worse getting MTDKs. <laughs> did, he did he have to hand deliver them to Menzies and uh, Smiths and Woolworths? <laughs> no, he had children on bikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the origin story to Paperboy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, he actually is. Yeah, he wasn't doing you're, you're, not even, you're not even joking. That actually is. That, yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh my word! So, and when he got he angry, got... it was like oh, what beast. <laughs> Shin kick. (laughs) 
So, let's get on to Jetpack. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what Jetpack is, the two people out there, the, these young people that, that for some reason Chris thinks are listening to us, old farts going yeah. on about Spectrum games. Uh, it's an arcade-style shooter. Came out in 1983 on the Spectrum and the VIC-20. And when I was researching this and realised that it came out on the VIC-20, it uh, put me in a bit of a quandary because I had the VIC-20 before I had the Spectrum. In fact, it's the first computer I owned. So I actually suddenly thought, oh, I might have played this on the VIC-20 and not the Spectrum and played it on the Spectrum much later on. But anyway, there we are. So it came out on the spec in the VIC-20, which was the Commodore computer, if you're not familiar with the VIC-20. And in 1984 on the BBC. So this, uh, for once, I can't say my usual line of this came out on absolutely everything because it didn't come out on that much. Uh, obviously, being an early title, perhaps there weren't many platforms for it to come out on, but just the specy of VIC-20 in the BBC, which I was surprised at. Uh, it's made by Ultimate, Play the Game. The uh, basic idea was to shoot aliens as you fly around with your jetpack, picking up pieces of your rocket. There's your rocket's been sort of split into various different bits on the screen, uh, and you've got to you collect them. So you start with the base, and then the middle, and then the top. You pick them up, drop them. They drop onto the top, and it sort of makes the rocket for you. Once you've made the rocket, then you pick up these fuel bits of fuel that are lying around. And again, the same. You you fly over the top of the ship, and they automatically, from memory, I think they automatically drop down and fill the ship till the ship is full of fuel. Once it is, it takes off, and you go to the next level. And it's pretty much the same again. The next level. Once you've done that, really, um, really easy game then. Yeah, easy. Yeah, I, I remember it being very, very easy. So don't you worry, Chris. I am I am racking my memory, and I get a dreadful feeling that it wasn't that easy. <laughs> well, it was, well, it was quite an early one. It was sixteen. You worked on the sixteen K because you had the sixteen K spectrum. Yeah, you, yeah. So, so, so what we've learned being old people playing these old games is that the general attitude was to make these games as hard as possible right from the very first level right <laughs> so, and now i'm now i'm thinking did you know I, I can't think that if we got if i got very far in the game i, I for sure played it i would have been 10 ish 10 or so when yeah. when we had this game yeah. definitely played it um i think it's a classic it doesn't stick in my memory as well as manic minor um uh, so yeah uh, what I would like to know, though, is why is it called Jetpack without a K? 